March Magic is back, ladies and gentlemen. In this bracket-style tournament, 32 teams representing both Disneyland and Disney World attractions face off in a battle of supremacy that is determined by votes. Hello, fans. This is Greg of the Mickey Dudes Podcast, and I'm joined tonight by Dave. Hello. Both Dave and I will break down the matchups and our personal picks for the entire tournament. We'll start out with Dave and get his picks. Game one, the Caribbean Cannonballs versus the Main Street Engineers. This one's going to get ugly, folks. We all know those Caribbean Cannonballs play dirty. When not partying and setting structure fires, these guys have been known to try to drown their competition in their quest for the gold. Our American as apple pie boys on Main Street might just be too wholesome for this marauding bunch of criminals. Despite their momentum, they will eventually run out of steam. While the engineers are quite talented, their resources seem to spread all over the place when they reach the hub. The cannonballs might drag these clean-cut boys into the mud. At least the pigs will have company. Winner, the cannonballs. All right, over in Disney World, we have Game 2, the Gracie Manor Ghouls versus the Cali River Rapids Rafters. Oh, man, those poor rafters. They can't catch a break. Not only are they all wet, they also tend to spin out of control. I'm sure they're picturing a win in their mind, but against the ghouls, yeah, that's a real stretch. Still, I expect this one to be a sellout. After all, when the ghouls are involved, people tend to crowd together to see them. Heck, one even tends to hang from the rafters every now and then. There's no denying it, these guys are a real scream. With 999 among their ranks, they will bury the competition. I'm picking the ghouls. Dave, back to you. Back over to Disneyland now for Game 3, the Tiki Room Harmony versus the Soarin' Gliders. Both these boys have more than proven they can fly with the big boys. With that said, the Gliders have a clear advantage here. While Tiki Room Captain Jose and Anchor Michael run a tight aviary, Team Superstar Fritz has been in heat lately. He's been constantly whistling at female spectators. To make matters worse, he then flat out denies it. He holds true to the story that all he is allegedly doing is trying to get the attention of clumsy teammate Michael, who has had a few close calls this year almost falling out of his upper perch. With the spring coming, all their flowers seem to be taking a cue from Fritz. They seem to have only one thing on their mind. The discord among the Tiki Room Harmony is evident, and the stone faces of their Tikis who can do nothing but beat their drum to deal with their pent-up frustrations. Those Polynesian pretty boys and girls don't stand a chance. I see the gliders just coasting to victory. My pick? The gliders. All right, Game 4 features a matchup of the Star Tours Troopers versus the Storybook Flying Elephants. Man, there's no contest here. The Troopers have been to hyperspace and back. While they were making multiple Kessel runs looking for Rebel spies, the Elephants have just been running around in circles. This matchup has the makings of a real circus, ladies and gentlemen. Clearly, the winner here are the Troopers. Back over on the West Coast, Game 5, we have the Toad Hall Mayhem versus the Nemo Voyagers. Now, the Voyagers have shown a lot of heart as of lately. This group of explorers have really come into their own despite losing one of their key rookies earlier this year. This loss has deeply affected the cohesiveness of the team. I see Toad Hall using this loss to their advantage. The Mayhem have been to hell and back this year. I can't see them giving up this early in the competition. They've traveled the world and broken down many a brick wall. At the start of the season, it seemed these guys were on their way to nowhere in particular. However, I for one see them going to at least the Elite Eight. My pick? The Mayhem. 
Interesting pick, Dave. Well, back here on the East Coast in Game 6, the Amanda Porietis versus the Midway Maniacs. It's going to be a good one. Hey, in a perfect world, the Maniacs would win out over the Yetis. The Yetis are, after all, a bunch of stiffs. But nevertheless, long waits of upwards of 80 minutes have caused a bunch of fans to boycott the Maniacs. Without the fan support, the Maniacs just spin out of control. If you're wondering where all their fans are, I would check the local disco. Many of them have been known to party it up with the Yetis each night. Clear choice, an easy one. It's the Yetis. Dave, over to you. Good choice, Greg. Now on the West Coast, I'm baffled by this one, ladies and gentlemen. Game seven is a real head scratcher. Small World Travelers versus the Wonderland Teacups? This is clearly the wild card of the tournament on both ends. How did both of these teams get here? My guess, Small World just kept annoying tournament organizers until they gave in and let them in. This strategy may have been employed by the Teacups too. In the end, they probably had the tournament organizers spinning on their laurels and they probably just gave in because they were sick of them. When push comes to shove, the Travelers are a better team. They are going to whirl the teacups out of the competition. My pick? The Travelers. Well, I'm glad to hear you're not spinning your wheels on that choice, Dave. Well, back on the East Coast, we have the Hollywood Tower Hotel Bellhops versus the Mine Train Miners in Game 8. While both teams have been descending lately, the bellhops have a way of skyrocketing to the top every now and then. The miners always seem to be distracted. One team member has been suffering with seasonal allergies, and another one is in a constantly bad mood. And on top of that, one of their guys was recently caught sleeping on the job. When given this tip, the bellhops just smiled and said they know how this will go down. Easy choice. Winner, the bellhops. Yes, you are one smart man, Greg. Back over to the West Coast and game number nine in Disneyland, the Abominable Snowmen versus the Radiator Springs Lowriders. Now with any other circumstances, the Snowmen would be able to put the Lowriders in the position where they left spinning their wheels before being buried in an avalanche. This will not happen this year. The Snowmen have found themselves out of commission way too much lately and therefore lack the support of fans. As a result, they will be eating the competition's dust. Clearly, the winner this time will be the Lowriders. Hmm, interesting. Well, game 10, we have the Future World Phoenicians versus the Tom Sawyer Island Explorers. And there's no contest here. While the Explorers were out looking for whitewashed paintbrushes in caves of a single island, the Phoenicians were out selling their wares. Clearly, their ship will come in. ABC, ya Explorers. I'm picking the Phoenicians. I see what you did there, Greg. Game 11 pits the Neverland Crocs against the Jungle Cruise Skippers. Okay now, bad puns and missed shots at targets the size of hippos have sent the Jungle Cruise Skippers scrambling up a post and hanging on for dear life. No matter how hard they try, they have no shot at victory. I for one blame that codfish of a coach, Sam Trader, for these delusions of adequacy. He should have shrunk their swelled heads a long time ago, yet he refused to listen. Clearly this team is in denial. With that in mind, the skippers will definitely get the point in the end. Ginger, the captain of the Crocs, will easily snap the skippers right out of the competition. If you don't believe me, ask the ducks. No faith and trust for the skippers here, folks. The winner will clearly be the Crocs. Ooh, I'm feeling the pinch on that pick, Dave. Well, let's go back to uh, 
the East Coast here in Game 12, we have the Liberty Square Independents versus the Grizzly Hall players. The Independents have been a bit uh, indisposed lately. They clearly have bigger fish to fry. Their minds are not on their competition. That's why a bunch of inbreed ruffians will overtake Liberty Square. After a good cry and a glass of wine, the Independents will get over it. Hey, don't hate the game, Liberty Square. Instead, hate the players. I'm picking the players. That one's going to be a real bloodbath. I could just see right now those poor horses are going to have to get new saddles. That's right. Back in Disneyland, we have in game 13, the Big Thunder Mountain Goats versus the Briar Patch Splash. Let me tell you something, Greg. The goats have had their horns up lately, but they've been talking and eating a lot of trash. While the captain of the splash nearly averted a disaster by a hair, the goats have not recovered from the canary incident last year. They have tried to put it behind them, but all one needs to do is go online and they will quickly be reminded. While the fans are with the goats during the day, at night these guys are left to their own devices as everybody parties it up in town. Without that constant support from the fans, the briar patch splash should easily wash away the competition. Time to be moving along, goats. The winner here will be the Splash. Now here's a matchup I'm really looking forward to. Game 14, the Progress City Gears versus the Tomorrowland Movers. It's our first ever cross-town People Mover series, ladies and gentlemen. Both have benefited from the wisdom of Coach Tom Morrow. I bet the Gears are sorry they got rid of them. Well, their loss is the Movers' gain. In this case, the West Side is the best side. I'm picking the Movers. Speaking of West Side, back to the West Coast for Game 15. The Buena Vista Red Car Trolleys versus the Haunted Mansion Holiday. You gotta give the trolleys credit, ladies and gentlemen. These guys are truly a Cinderella story come to life yet another time. These boys started out with nothing but a suitcase and a dream and have gone far. It's a shame they're going to be swallowed whole by the Holiday secret weapon, that Sand Snake. Better luck next year, trolleys. Your holiday comes early this year. The clear winner in this case is the holiday. For game 16 matchup, we have the Space Mountain Blast versus the Imagination Institute Dreamfinders. Now, there's no denying that the Dreamfinders have come up with some creative plays in the past. Team Captain Figment can leave anyone in awe the way he flies around the competition. Still, the Purple Powerhouse is no match for the power of the blast. These guys are just out of this world. Tunnel down to the foundation of the team, and you will see some real stars have emerged throughout the years. Who's going to be the winner here? Well, I'm picking the blast. And Greg, that'll do it for round one of the competition. As for the rest of it, here are our predictions. The Elite Eight in Disneyland, the Cannonballs, the Mayhem, the Lowriders, and the Splash. Over in Disney World, the Ghouls, Bellhops, Phoenicians, Blast. Our final four in Disneyland will consist of the Cannonballs and the Splash. And over in Disney World, the Ghouls and the Phoenicians. This brings us to our championship round. For Disneyland, we have the Splash. And over in Disney World, the Ghouls. In the end, the Briar Patch Splash will emerge victorious. Well, that'll do it for round one of our competition, folks. For a complete transcript, be sure to check out the blog post by Dave Koch. It's over on WDWFanzone.com and due out later this afternoon, March 17th. 
make sure you come back tomorrow for our villains episode of the Nicky Dudes podcast. Thanks for listening and have a magical day. Goodbye. <laughs>